It's six o'clock. It's Friday. It's time for the happy hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy in San Francisco on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Your guest host tonight. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Hola, cómo estás? Estoy con. Okay, that's it. Hey, what's up, everybody? How we doing, Mutiny Radio? How are we? We have a jam-packed show. It's going to be amazing. We have some amazing people here. The sun is out, so it doesn't really feel like comedy, but it will eventually. Um, I will not be going first, because first is the lovely producer of this show, the wonderful, talented, amazing, one and only Pam Benjamin. Hey, keep it going for Ian Langlands. He's a doll. He's very sweet. Right before I got up here, I was in the back, and I looked at Ian, and I said, I think I can smell my vagina. <laughs> and he goes, is that what that is? Okay. I don't know if, that's, if, I, if that was true or not. It wasn't bad. Anyway. Have you noticed? You live in San Francisco, yeah? Have you know? I think that there's a new campaign for the SFPD. Cute cops. Have you seen the cute cops? You haven't seen the cute cops? Cute cops? Every, I've seen so many cute cops. And I'm wondering if this is me just being lonely. Like maybe if I like a guy in uniform so much now. Or if it's Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> like I've fallen in love with my captor. I'm like, look at you, baby doll. <laughs> oh, some Stockholm Syndrome over here. Yeah. That's good. It's Women's History Month. Good. Can't spell Women's History Month without men and his. <laughs> the patriarchy's real. Ah! Been thinking a lot about witchcraft. <laughs> I identify as a witch. My pronouns are us and we. <laughs> but I think about witchcraft and how it's been demonized over time, and I'm like, wait a minute. These are all things I like. Baking. Cats. <laughs> children reading I'm not a wife I'm a witch I can read ah ah second wife eyes down <laughs> women's history month uh, I'm just gonna say a few things about feminism then I'll talk about dicks in my mouth that's all they want to hear about so that's cool I don't know if you know about how I did some research on witches and the Italians did not burn their witches nay they put them in a bag with a rock and a cat, and they drowned them all together. Let the cat out of the bag. Like, it is going to suck to die with a cat. Plus, I'd be, like, looking in its eyes like, this is awful. This is happening to me. Okay. I'm a witch. Witches live out in the woods alone, and I get it why they're demonized by men. Like, how dare they live without a man being happy? How could they do that? How? That's impossible. Cool. Feminism. No one wants to hear about it. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Stockholm Syndrome was my new thing. Babies? Anyone have babies in here? This is the only place I can do this joke because it's so incredibly offensive, I think, maybe. I was on the bus. I have bad hips. I'm an old woman. I'm 47. You might not guess it. I feel hot because I'm going through menopause, but I, my hips hurt, and I'm sitting on the bus, and I have all my groceries and stuff. And it's a very full bus. And there's children on the bus, too, like high school boys. In fact, one of the high school boys behind me says, I came on her chest so hard, I knocked the wind out of her. I turn around, and I'm like, you're 15. What porn are you watching? You did not make that up. So I'm on the bus. I'm sitting down. I'm like, oh, my hips. And a pregnant woman comes on and 
starts looking at me. She's giving me the stink eye. Like, get up. And I'm looking at the kids. I'm like, is anyone going to get up for the pregnant lady? And she's like looking at me. She's looking. And I was like, fuck you. This was your choice. Like, I don't feel sorry for you and your baby. You chose to do this. Right? It's the same thing when you get on a plane. And they're like, oh, I get to go on first because I have a baby. You chose this. You brought this upon yourself. And then it's crying. I'm going to run for president um, on the idea that there should be airlines that don't allow children. Yes. Adults only, right? You get two free drinks. You pay an extra 50 bucks. There's no fucking jam hands anywhere screaming. "Eh." And the parents are looking at you like, it's my kid. I mean, forgive me. You chose this. I have no, I have no empathy for parents. I'm sorry. 1974. It's all a choice. Uh, thank you for letting me do jokes. Everybody, Ian Langlands. Yay! Pam Benjamin, everybody. Her vagina doesn't smell that bad. Trust me. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you say things when it doesn't get a laugh. You're just like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Comedy, how's it going? My turn, I'm Ian, how are we? Are we good? Looking dapper, looking not so dapper, but it's okay. Um, How are we? Uh, I I, I have a question. I don't understand why we can't pet seeing eye dogs. I don't like how animals have rules. I I don't even like petting dogs that much, but just the fact that I can't pet it makes me want to pet it even more. And the whole prospect is that you can't pet the seeing eye dog because it's going to mess with it. You know, it can't do its job if it's getting touched. If you get touched and you can't do your job, that means you're bad at your job, right? Ask a stripper. You get a hand put on you, you simply remove it, you berate him, and you keep shaking that ass, okay? You got to commit to the job a little bit. The dog doesn't seem that good. If touching it's going to mess with it. Also, by the way, it's a seeing eye dog. If it's guiding a blind person, how are they going to know if I pet it or not? You know? What's the, what's the dog going to do? Tell them? I always, people always think I'm Jewish. Um, thank you. Anti-Semite, no. Uh, people always think I'm Jewish. Uh, one time someone said I had Jewish mannerisms, and I don't know what that means. I think, it, I mean, it's a compliment. It's definitely not bad, right? I don't know. People always say I'm Jewish because of my nose. It's always because of my nose, because my nose is very big. And I want to respond in a really angry way, but it feels anti-Semitic to get mad that someone thinks I'm Jewish. Just because cause I'm more mad at the nose prospect, but then I feel like it can get misconstrued for the wrong reasons. You understand? That wasn't even a joke. I am, uh, I am, uh, I've lived in San Francisco now for a couple of years. I'm starting to get more progressive. It feels good. I'm getting more progressive, which is great. You know, you move to the city, you want it to rub off on you in positive ways. But I would go as far to say that I am the most progressive straight white guy in San Francisco. Not a competition, but winners win. You know what I'm saying? Winners win, okay? I'm so progressive that if I'm sitting in my car and a black man is walking on the sidewalk towards me, most people lock their doors, I unlock them, okay? I want him to feel safe. I invite him in, he could take what he wants. He could take the car, too, if he wants. We'll call it reparations, you know what I'm saying? But I'm very progressive, I also live with two lesbians. I live with two lesbians, I'm an ally, yes, doing my part. One of those lesbians is my sister and the other one is a DVD box set of Ellen season 13, but I count it. I count it, I'm rounding up. No, it's cool. I'm learning about them. I'm learning about people that aren't like me, which is great. 
I learned this cool thing about lesbians, I don't know if you know this, but they're really mean to their younger brothers. <laughs> um, and there's two of them, they're really strong, I can't fight them off, you know? But they do everything in excess, they do everything big. Nothing's ever small with lesbians, you know? Like we got a cat, and then a few months later, we got another cat, and it's like, cool, you know, I get that you're lesbians, and you're like pussy, but you're really shoving it down my throat at this point, you know what I'm saying? Zinger! Okay, that's enough of that joke. Are you two lesbians? God bless you. <laughs> Never performing that joke again. No, I'm kidding. Thank you for sticking with me. They hate me now. Okay, we're moving on. We're gonna go on to your officially, technically, your first comedian. This man in the corner uh, with the porn stash, please put your hands together for Connor Lonsdale, everybody. <laughs> you guys oh. I went to Taco Bell last night Ugh. I tried that newest menu item they got their newest concoction uh, did not agree with my stomach oh my god whatever you do do not order the diarito it tastes like shit okay I'm sorry. That is dumb. I'm sorry, guys. I just woke up from a nap. So, obviously, I am completely confused and disoriented. Way more tired than before the nap. I've lost vision in my right eye. I think I have dementia now. Has anyone ever felt refreshed from a nap? What the fuck? It's a scam. I think it's a scam. Napping was invented by the Illuminati to keep us tired, going back to Taco Bell, submissive. This, isn't, this, is, not, this is not a joke either. I'm sorry. That's why, you know, that's why Mexico's run by cartels. They're all taking a siesta. Drug lords are doing coke all night. They're awake. They take over. What am I talking about? This doesn't make any sense. What does it say next in my book there, Dan, after nap? Oh, you guys see the Tinder Swindler? You watch that? I thought of a better name for that documentary. The Dumbest Women in the World. <laughs> I would have watched it way sooner if it was called that. I have a web toe, you guys. I have a web toe. It's like this, these two right here. And people are always like, why didn't, why didn't the doctor, you know, cut it when you were born? And my parents explained to me, they, they figured, they let me get older and I could make that decision for myself. Which I think it is, is a great idea. I just don't understand why they didn't afford the same consideration to the tip of my penis. How the fuck does that decision get made? The doctor comes in, he's like, ah, oh, folks, I'm sorry, but I have bad news and even worse news. The bad news is your son was born with a webbed toe. The worst news is he also has a fully intact, perfectly normal foreskin. And your insurance will only cover one of them. 
here's some reading material so you can make an informed decision. He just hands him a copy of the Old Testament. I got this horrible ant problem at my house. You guys dealing with this? These ants? It's terrible, dude. Why do ants love cum? <laughs> the lesbians don't know about this. Ants, they love cum, dude. Every morning I wake up, there's a thousand ants coming out of my wastebasket. They're in my dirty laundry pile. Everywhere that there's cum, you're going to find ants, you know? They're, they're in my sheets. They're, they're tangled up in my belly hairs. <laughs> they're crawling on my face and my mouth. They're in my asshole. Because these ants are gay, I think. Come hungry sluts. <laughs> I don't want to judge all ants, though. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the queen, you know? She's like, bring me more cum. <laughs> so stupid. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Go to Lonsdale, everybody. I'm so sorry. Um, we're not making a good impression on you guys. They're never going to come back here again. But it's OK. We're staying strong. You're probably going to like our next comedian, though. He's a very fun man, very wonderful gentleman. Please put your hands together for Tim Taylor, everybody. Give it up for Ian. I got to tell you, if your uh, cum-stained ants are coming up the floor, I can understand why a nap isn't very comforting. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Tim Taylor. I'm originally from the Midwest where uh, diversity is defined as uh, white people with blonde hair and white people with brown hair. Yes, sir. You are a diversity hire with that beard. I love it. It's great to be here. I, um, I have a 21-year-old daughter. Can you believe I have a 21-year-old daughter? Do I look like I have a 21-year-old daughter? I, I have a... Thank you. <laughs> I have a great I have a great skincare re, uh, regimen. I use Riri skin cream. But um, uh, you know the thing is, is that my daughter's going through a difficult time right now because she's lost a pet, which is difficult. And I, uh, when I was a child, I had a mildly annoying pet named Peeve. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. Let that sink in, pet Peeve. I actually have a pet Peeve I want to share with you. It is so annoying to try and figure out a password that nobody will think of for my apps and my computer and all that stuff. And I thought and I thought and I finally found one. There's a password that no man ever thinks about and no woman thinks a man knows. Do you want to know what it is? The password is clitoris. No man knows about the clitoris. Do you guys, well, excuse me, wouldn't, what's your perspective on the clitoris just out of curiosity? <laughs> You like the clitoris. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, let's hear it for the clitoris. Because the, the truth is, for most of my life, I thought clitoris was an island in Greece. I had no idea about the clitoris. But it's great, because I've never been hacked, because no, nobody knows things. That, but I actually took it a step further. My security questions. What was the first car you owned? The Ford clitoris. The magic is under the hood. Oh, there you go. See? The lesbians get it. They get that joke. There's no question about it. None of the men get it. They do not get that joke. Does anybody get that joke? Any men get that? Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, what, 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 uh, what, what, um, what's your hometown? Clit, Michigan. Thank you. <laughs> Clit, Michigan. 
What's your mother's maiden name? Jenkins. I'm not going to use the C word with my mom. I use other C words with my mom, but not that particular C word. But, uh, you know, it's my family, uh, my family, like I just came back from the Midwest. And my family's, uh, it, it, it's good to see the family values of the Midwest. And I went back to the Midwest. I thought about my family values. My family values were always things need to look reasonably good from the outside, no matter how messy they are in the inside which is every Waffle House I have ever visited. My family is a Waffle House because shit always looks bad. Man, I swear to God, this stuff kills at the family convention. I'm not kidding you. See, now, if you guys were thinking about being comedians, you know you, could, you, you, know you can do better than me right now. You just know it, don't you? Come on, you know it. Thank you. There you go. So um, uh, what, what do I want to end with? I want to end with talking a little bit more about... Um, um, I'm actually sober. I've been sober for 11 years. Thank you. Can you, can you guys guess which, which uh, drug I used to do a lot of? Yes, that was the one I did a shitload of. Meth. Crystal meth. Crystal meth is the only, um, only drug that sounds like a WNBA basketball player. <laughs> I swear, that kills at the sobriety conferences. I swear. I'm working out my material. Look, look. I, the, the thing is, is like, um, uh, uh, I'm in show business, but the closest I ever got to being on TV was arguing with a group of comics over the remaining Coke about whose line is it anyway. Thank you very much. I'm Tim Taylor. Tim Taylor, everybody. My favorite meth head. My favorite. Okay, we're going to keep this puppy going with one of my personal favorites. Please put your hands together for Daniel Lewis, everybody. All right. Give it up. Give it up for uh, Tim Taylor for being sober, huh? Yeah. Give it up for me for, well, if not being sober, being fine to drive. <laughs> I can do that. It's no big deal. What's up, you guys? A good day today. Had a banh mi sandwich earlier today. You guys like the banh mi sandwich? Love it. It's my favorite sandwich. Practically the national sandwich of Vietnam uh, on the French roll. I think that's very nice. That's the interesting thing about it, though, is that they stuck with the French roll after everything France did to that country. That's how good French bread is. <laughs> after everything. They had a 10-year war for independence from France. They were like, get the fuck out. Stay out of here. We should never came here. We have our own culture. We have our own country here. Leave the baguettes. <laughs> that pate and the pate. I like that. Get out. Dating in, uh, dating in my 40s is weird. Uh, I can't keep up. It's embarrassing. I had to ask somebody the other day what the term ghosting meant. So I feel like that's a pretty new... I've been hearing it. And they're like, yeah, that's when you're seeing somebody and they just sort of stop communicating with you. They just drop off the map. And I'm like, okay. We've always had that phenomenon. It just seems like they recently rebranded it and made it the other person's fault. Because before, if someone stopped talking to you and you start complaining about it, it was called not taking a hint. It's a nice little, little they, they shifted the blame there. It's good for you stalkers, right? You don't, you don't have to be a stalker anymore. You can just say, yeah, the, the woman down the street is ghosting me. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's her fault that I'm going through a garbage now. 
I thought it would mean the opposite of what it means. So that's what was my confusion. Because, like, ghosts don't ignore you. Like, ghosts, in fact, like, won't leave you alone. So I thought it'd be more like, yeah, I broke up with her a few weeks ago. But, man, she's really been ghosting me since then. Every night she shows up. Rap, rap, rapping at my chamber door. And she sounds like a ghost out there, too. Something about unfinished business. Cool. Trying to date responsibly. Uh, trying to be safe. Got some condoms today. Bought some mediums. Got some larges. Got some smalls. I based it on the size of the vagina myself. I'm like a goldfish, you know? I just change according to the size of the habitat. <clears throat> right. Anyway. I don't know if anybody else hates their job. I hate my job, man. I, I wake up. Some days I just wake up. I just lay there going like, oh, God. Why even bother getting out of bed? Fuck this. Man, life sucks. Is that how you feel about your job? Because I felt like the way you just you were like, yeah, you know how it feels, right? Yeah, absolutely. But then, you know, I, th I always think about those people that are out there like currently battling terminal illness. And you know that they would love to have like a regular day back, just like I'm about to have, just to have a regular day back. It tells you a little something about perspective, right? Like basically how easily these dying people lose perspective on real life. So focused on this one thing, not dying, they totally lose track of how shitty and demoralizing the whole thing really is. And I'm offended by that, personally. Do I have a quick one? Uh-oh. I definitely want to, uh, I want to be supportive. I, listen, I, I, I'm good with using, you know, they, them pronouns for singular people, but you have to admit that some context, it might be a little confusing. Like, consider the phrase, for instance, they're fucking my wife. <laughs> I'm sorry, I need to know, is this a non-binary person fucking my wife? In which case, we'll go to counseling, we'll figure it out. But if my wife is having a gangbang, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to handle that completely differently. I may have to go OJ in this situation. I don't know. I just need to know if I go over to the house, how many waiters am I going to have to kill, you know? Sorry. Bye. Thanks. Dan Lewis, everybody. We're all going to gangbang his wife after this. What do you say? The only joke about that is Dan doesn't have a wife. Oh... You'll find love. Okay, see you guys later. You guys ready for your next comedian? This guy's a lot of energy, so you better, you know, strap down because he's gonna bring the heat here, everybody. Please give it up for one of my friends, Newman Shake. You guys feel the energy right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm 21 right now. I sell Tim's daughter uh, Xanax, so that's cool. Um, yeah, energy. Um, I am 21, but I do remember 9-11. That happened. Um, it was in September, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, I remember ex I was watching the newscast with my parents. My parents looked horrified. If you don't believe that, you're probably racist. Um, but we were watching, and then I took the remote and changed the channel to SpongeBob. I thought it would be more enjoyable. I don't know. I think I'd be a good boyfriend. Thank you for not laughing at that. That usually happens. <laughs> like like 90% of the time that happens, so this is very nice. Um, I think I'd be a good boyfriend because I like work customer service, you know? Like I know how to fake caring about things I don't really care about. I also know how to get yelled at in public, so I feel like that's cool. I, I'm, 
I'd be such a great boyfriend. I would only cheat on my girlfriend when things were going good for her. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be very considerate about when I chose to cheat on her. Like, if she's having a bad day, she got yelled at at work or fired, you know, she's feeling shit. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to do that. But even if she, like, graduated college, you know, got a new job, I'm like, you know what? It's time. She need, She can handle it. I, uh, I'm a very... I don't care for global warming anymore. I really don't. Like, I believe in global warming. Just the whole thing about global warming, global warming is you got to save the earth for the kids and stuff. And I'm like, who is still having kids right now? I mean, you you guys, that's fair. <laughs> like, all my friends, they have eight roommates, and they're, like, addicted to Xanax. They're not really having kids. Even my friends who are having kids, they're not raising winners. You know what I mean? They're raising Wendy's employees. And frankly, we could lose them, you know? That, that's fine. I, um, I think a big reason the last hope is I went to public school. Public school is kind of insane. Like, there were people, there were people bring balls of whiskey at seven a.m. to school. I'm like, what are you pre-gaming for? Geometry? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and get drunk for the Renaissance rally? Like, that's not fun. I um, I don't know what else do I want to talk about. I I love reality TV. I love reality TV because it makes me feel better about how I'm doing as a person. You know what I mean? Like. I'm very single right now. You guys could tell by like the first like three jokes or something. But I'm very single. But I was watching that show, uh, My Strange Addiction. And I was like, you know what? I am not addicted to licking urinals. Like if that's how low the bar is, I'm killing it right now, you know? I also love HGTV. I love HGTV because like that's the only network that explicitly says fuck poor people, you know? Like um, I was watching that show, Fixer Upper. Do you guys know that show? It's a weird show, man. Like, there's a show where a guy has a leaky faucet, and his solution to that problem is to destroy his entire house and build a new one. I don't have a living room. I'm going to let that sit for a while. I don't know. I I feel like if HGT wants to appeal to, like, a younger audience, they need to make a spinoff of House Hunters and just call it Risky Rentals. Where it's, a bunch, it's just a bunch of undergrads looking at that closet they stuffed Harry Potter in and being like, you know what, this could work. It's possible. Alright, uh, goodbye guys. Newman Shake, everybody! You guys tell me you didn't pregame before geometry? How else are you supposed to learn all those shapes? Okay. Our next person is in. Oh no, there he is. Never mind. Sorry, Ajay, you've been snubbed. Next comedian, very tall, very handsome, question mark, you decide. Put your hands together for Raycon, everybody. Hey. Ah. How are you doing? Damn, I got called up hella quick. I love it, man. It's star treatment. Hi, guys. How are you? Friday night. Hey. I know what you're thinking. You're like, damn, man. I didn't know Vin Diesel had a skinny, tidy older brother. Jesus Christ. You got it. You're right. Uh, I am. I do look a little like Vin Diesel. And I am a tidy, tidy man. I'm an eat freak. Yeah. So not only am I fast and furious, but I am furiously fastidious. Yeah, I'll, I'll clean your car for sure. Um, I look like uh, Vin Diesel traveled the multiverse and, and went out and found a poor man's, and went out and fucked a poor man's Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I look like, I look like a giraffe fucked a, fucked a fudgesicle. Yeah, yeah. And that fudgesicle, guess what? 
Fuck Vin Diesel, yeah, and they had a baby. That's what it looked like. Anyways, that's three Vin Diesel jokes in a row, everybody, yeah. yeah. Give it up, the rock block of Vin Diesel, thank you. I have a certain look to myself. Uh, many people call it ethically ambiguous. Yeah, nobody knows what I am, and my wife was cute when we were first dating. She had no idea what I was, and she'd ask me really in a coy way. She's like, hey, Ray, what do you think, man? You want to go out to dinner in a movie? What do you think? Yeah? Want to get dinner in a movie? Let's do this, man. Let's do this. Let's go. What are you thinking? Um, I don't know. A taco? You thinking about a taco, Ray? How about a taco? Yeah, let's watch Coco, the you know the animation about Diaz de las Muertas. You like that, huh? Would a, would a quesadilla hit the spot? I don't know. Throw me a bone. I'm like, no, I don't want it, honey. No, thank you. That's cool, man. How about lumpia? You like lumpia? You want lumpia? How about some chicken adobo? You like chicken adobo? Would that be cool? Magundung chicken adobo? How about that? Does that feel good? I'm like, no, sweetheart. I taped a Pacquiao fight. Would that be cool? Taping your Pacquiao fight? No, no, sweetheart. No, thank you. No, no. Let's just, you know, let's just try something else. She's like, okay, cool. What do you know? You want to just want to find a luau? Let's search for a luau. Yeah, watch the rock. Yeah, let's watch the rock. No, I'm like, no, thank you. That's okay, honey. That's okay. I am. I'm 100% uh, Pakistani, by the way. Yeah, San Yeah, born and raised in San Francisco. Anybody else born and raised in San Francisco here? Nobody. One person, two people. Thank you, my peeps. Uh, listen, um, I'm born and raised in San Francisco. My my friends call me from the East Coast all the time. They're like, "Hey, Ray, how do you do it?" How do you stay in San Francisco? Aren't you afraid of dying in an earthquake? Aren't you a little bit afraid of buildings falling? I'm like, no, no. I'm like an unbearable wine critic when it comes to earthquakes. Right, I'm like, I'm like completely unbearable. I'm like a seismic sommelier when it comes to this thing. Absolutely. Even with the smallest of quivers, I'm like, ooh, that was a quaint regional blend. However, I prefer my quivers from the Hayward Fall, but that's just my palate. That's just me. Thank you. Oh, my God. Did you get to try the 1989 Loma Prieta? Did you? Did you? Oh, my God. Oh, when I first started, I said to myself, Self, don't let this be another San Jose Blase Rose. No, no, but it started out strong. I remember it started out strong. It started strong with bold Oakland notes and ended with a fine, dry Petaluma finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And paired with the Game 3 World Series, paired with the Game 3, Tim, 3 World Series. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't wake up with a headache the next day. I swear to God. Hand to God. Thanks. That's my time. Friday night. Let's do it. Hey, Vin Diesel, everybody. Get the hell off the stage, Ray. Thank you. Isn't he great? One more, one more round of applause for him. Wonderful guy. This next person, he's a little shift in uh, energy, but he's gonna, he's gonna make you laugh. I promise that. Please put your hands together for Dorian Trung, everybody. I'm uh, trying to get better in touch with my body because uh, whenever I'm like right outside my house, I just shit my pants. <laughs> Fumbling with my keys, I've never been so suspenseful. Just, oh no, it's going to come. Uh, my butthole's uh, kind of like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. You think it's going to be a happy ending and plot twist, bitch? I didn't make it. I didn't make it. Anyway, if you're wondering, I am Chinese, which is also what I tell myself whenever I see the mailman waving at my mom. 
<laughs> you got anybody here uh, take the 23 in me uh dna test you have i wouldn't because uh, i'm not a snitch just one one look at my family tree and you know somebody committed a crime you know there's like a semen sample somewhere just waiting to be tested to solve a bank robbery Speaking of Chinese people, do you guys hear uh, how the Chinese people got pissed and voted out the school board? Yeah? No? San Francisco? Well, anyway, so they, uh, you know you pissed off when you, uh, you know you fucked up when you pissed off Chinese people. Because when all, when all of our grandmas got punched in the face, we were like, eh, it's probably a coincidence. But the minute you, they try to fuck with Lowell High School, we're like, all right, guys, we're going to go to war. Do you guys know what Lowell High School is? Am I? Okay. For those of you that don't know what Lowell High School is, it's like the Hogwarts for Chinese kids. Only the most magical get in. If you can't tell, my bloodline of wizards died at my 3.5 GPA. In my family's eyes, I'm practically retarded. <laughs> Thank you, my one fan. That's my brother, by the way. Oh, man. Um, I think uh, it's time we raise the minimum wage. Do you guys agree? Yeah. That's right. I feel like the homeless is closing in on me quick. Can't have that. Like, BART's way too expensive to have, like, five homeless people per car. I'm ready for it to go to, like, $40 a trip. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Um, I used to be 300 pounds, and then I lost the weight because I didn't want to work on my personality. <laughs> and you might think you're like this guy's still fat and I'm like you're right you're right I am I'm just not fat enough for like a child to stop me in the middle of the road to make an announcement you know what I mean you know those little kids with big hand and weak necks are just like <gasps> mom look he's fat <laughs> that's always awkward when you have to hit someone else's kid <laughs> Um, you know, uh, ladies in here, I just want to say uh, fat guys make good boyfriends. Lesbians, if you're ever <laughs> wondering. You mean like a fat guy can make, make a, a, a lady feel appreciated, you know what I mean? But really, I just appreciate being able to uh, order two entrees. <laughs> I really don't bring anything much to the, to the relationship, you know? Like, like ladies, if you like, don't want to go to the gym, just date a fat guy. Like, the fatter I get, the skinnier you'll feel. You know what I mean? When I was, I was dating my ex, uh, she would just get random compliments from women on the streets so you know they're real. They would just go up to her. They're like, oh, you, you're so gorgeous. I'm like, and then I realized because they look at me. They're like, oh. Things got out of hand when they like go up to her and they're like, oh, you're so brave. You're so brave. Anyway, I don't know. I'm running out of time. So I'm going to end this by quoting one of the greatest actors of our time, Jesse Smollett. Uh, I respect you. And I'm not suicidal. Thank you. That's my time. Dorian Trung, everybody. He's definitely suicidal. He's not fooling anyone. Okay. Our next comedian is dressed very, very well. So I please, it's very, very dapper round of applause for Deep Tanshu Ja. All of my other clothes are in the laundry. <laughs> so, isn't it nice? COVID's done. COVID's out of the door. 
but I got way too serious about COVID. I just got my seventh shot in Tenderloin. I would be hallucinating straight for 12 hours, but I'm doing this for everyone out here. <laughs> Anyways, I moved to the US in 2015 and moving to a new country is tough, man. Like in India, I was slaying people in debates, but here people can barely say my name or understand what I'm saying. So I started doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. And like my parents named me Diptanchu, which literally means the sun. And when I think about the sun, it's like the fireball also treated as God in many cultures. But recently I was told that it sounds like a deep tantric sex app. So I was reduced from a sun god to Tinder for hippies. To make life easier for everyone, I decided to go with DJ as my American name, which to me sounded pretty cool. But you Americans, you just fuck up everything, just like Afghanistan. You guys started calling me BJ. <laughs> so every morning in Starbucks, whenever Chris calls out for my order, order for BJ, I have to suck his dick. <laughs> but it helps me get coffee for free and extra pump. I mean, you guys should also start sucking dicks if you want. Careers have been made out of it. What's a coffee? And <clears throat> whenever you move to a new country, you always find these new cultural things. Like when I moved to the US, I realized that fat is not fat. Fat is beautiful. So you can just lie down on, on your bed, eat fries, jerk off to Netflix, and you are just becoming a sex machine. <laughs> just like Rocky going up those stairs. <laughs> but one thing uh, I guess everyone lied to me was that the school system in the US is really easy. Everyone said that in India it's tough. But in India you can just go to school, take examinations, and you can go to a good college. But in the US, you need to attend at least one school shooting to graduate from school. <laughs> Whenever a kid does not return from school, their parents get excited. They throw an open casket graduation party. One thing that bothers me the most is that it's 2022. Uh, people are working on driverless cars. Billionaires are having a big dick space contest. Women can drive. But we are still wiping our asses with toilet paper. Why? Like, I'm from India. In India, people are dying because they don't have water to drink. Kids are dying out of thirst. But we still use water to wipe our asses. That's how much we love our assholes compared to you Americans. And also, why are your pots so small? Like, I'm a tall guy, and yes, I have a big dick. You guys can stop imagining a brown guy with a big dick. We exist. Any white girls, if you ever want to disappoint your parents, next time go brown, don't go black. And that's my time, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> DJ, everybody.
He's got a big dick. He's got a big dick. I can vouch for him, trust me. Anyway, uh, we're going to keep the show rolling, everybody, with the uh, father of stand-up comedy. Please put your hands together for Aaron Sampson. Thank you, thank you. Little, little pun there. I recognize that. I am a father. I got three kids. I am married. Hashtag blessed. But, you know, it's good seeing fellas out today because, to be honest, it's hard to meet fellas in your 40s. You know, it's like getting past that level of like, hey, let's hang out. That's difficult. All you 20-year-olds, you'll learn when you'll get there. You know, it's it'd be easier for me to get a romantic date with a 20-year-old model than a bro date with a 40-year-old dude. That's like just like facts these days. And you know, it's all right. I want that companionship. You know, I Whole Foods has like singles nights. I'm thinking we need dude days, you know, like hardware for homies at Home Depot. Like I'd be right there, you know? <laughs> Fucking guys get gas. Let's talk octane, 91 octane. Who gets it? I don't know. I'd be talking about it. Kaiser Colonoscopy Club, you're there. Come on. You'll get there. You're younger than me. Poop, poop group, you know? Dudes who shit together shoot the shit together, you know? It's just kind of like, that'd be a fact. I was at a bar and, uh, you know, trying to meet some guy friends, hang out. And this guy comes up to me. He's like, you're Aaron, right? I saw you on Facebook. Don't worry, I wasn't stalking you. And I was like, I'm stalking you, though. And I said that, and it got a little weird, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I'm actually just looking for a male companion. And uh, <laughs> then it got even weirder. Yeah, I was like, OK, I better stop talking now. I don't know. Uh, I am 45, trying to, be, trying to convince myself that I'm healthy. You youngsters will get to that stage in your life. like. I, brought, I floss like once a week, but I remember that one time I flossed that week. I'm like, I'm good, you know? Drinking Bloody Marys, telling myself, there's vegetables in there. I can have cocaine as long as it's locally sourced, you know? <laughs> At the bar down the street, see? Support local businesses. That's what I do. Support local businesses, locally sourced, organic. A lot of people blame, 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 blame. That should, that should be a new word. A lot of people blame shit on allergies these days. Have you seen this? Like, it's, everything's their allergies these days, especially this time of year. You know, sneezing is one thing, but they have a fever and they're bleeding through their fucking eyeballs. You know, it's like, my pollen, it's pollen's in the air. I'm like, no, you're fucking dying, man. But everything's their allergies. It's like, I can't mean I out tonight, my allergies. I got a DUI, my fucking allergy. I'm gonna cheat on my husband, Hachu! I don't know. Everything. <laughs> Thank you for that one laugh. Uh, it's that one laugh that makes me think, do I keep it or not? I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure. I'll watch the tape. Uh, I'm a bad listener. Something I'm working on. My wife reminds me all the time. You know, I admit it. Any bad listeners in here? Who are bad listeners? Yeah. No, you guys are good listeners. Yeah, you failed. See, you're listening. It's a, it's a trick question. Good job. You've been the good category. But here's the thing. When you're a really bad listener, you have to perfect the art of fake listening, okay? I'm like an excellent fake listener. There are three pillars to fake listening. Okay, here they are. Yup, I hear you, and uh-huh. If you got those three down, you're good, you know? Just keep saying that. Throw in, I th sometimes gamble and throw in a, that's great, but that can backfire. I'm like, no, no, it's not great you're depressed. It's just great that you're being vulnerable. You know, that can definitely sometimes backfire. Oh, uh, man, I'll leave you with this. Uh, my wife and I, you know, key to a successful relationship besides listening 
is intimacy. You know, we got to have sex. My wife's really into meditation, though. So we started this new thing called sexidation. And it's the kind of the combination of the two. Like, I'll play sexy music. She'll, like, start doing her deep breaths. I'll light a scented soy candle. She will clear her mind. And then she falls asleep. And uh, that's it. Sexidation becomes sedation. So thank you so much. That's my dad. Aaron Sampson, everybody. Later, Aaron. We'll all miss you very much. <laughs> okay, before we keep it going, I need a special round of applause for J.W. Blunt, who's been running the uh, music. <laughs> Wonderful man. Our next comedian, she comes all the way from Mountain View, so you really got to make it worth it. Please put your hands together for Kelly Kaufman, everybody. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just moved there and it's fucking terrible. It's so sleepy. I, I don't have anything prepared to say about it. I don't give a shit about it. I'm just gonna move on. Um, so I have OCD and it really sucks. Like it's terrible. But what really makes it terrible is that I'm an outcast in the OCD world. Like in the groups, everybody's always talking about you know, like, if I don't pray 500 times, my house will blow up. Or if, you know, what if a tidal wave comes through San Francisco? And I'm like, these people are fucking stupid. You know, I'm going to breathe for a second. Hold on. <laughs> it's OCD in action. You see it right now? Yeah. Okay. No, no, but I mean, I, I hate these people. Like, they make me feel so alone. And, you know... Their fears, they just never come true. And for me, my fears always fucking happen. Like, um, I'm constantly afraid that my roommate is going to be a bitch to me. And she's always a fucking bitch to me. Okay? Like, I mean, just every morning, like, I, and I'm also afraid that we're going to get trapped in small spaces. And we do, we fucking do, we do. And so, you know, I'm like crouched down and she's reaching her arm over my head and I'm like this little crab and it's a tiny kitchen. It's a very tiny kitchen. Um, yeah, what else about my OCD? I, I definitely obsess a lot about time I get really obsessed about being productive and how much time I have to do things. And it sucks because I have ADD also. So I'll like scan my day being like, what did I do? Was I productive? But then I like space out because I have fucking ADD and I just never fucking know. So yeah, okay. I, I'm really, I just want to say I'm really comfortable with awkward silences. Like, I, I'm just going to take a moment up here and center myself. Oh, it's okay. I'm going to sit down, actually. I'm going to really get all comfortable here. Okay, actually, that's uncomfortable. I'm going to stand up. Okay, so um, another thing about me is that uh, I get really sick of food. Like, I think it's a part of my OCD. I'll be like eating tuna and I'll just see these chunks 
of meat and it'll look like flesh and I'm like, I can't eat this shit anymore, you know? And I know what you guys are thinking, like this privileged bitch talking about getting sick of food when people are starving, but you know, how dare you? You don't think starving people wanna eat good food? Like that they don't get sick of, you know, eating a pee every day? Like, can I at least get some salt on this, you know? Okay, so I'm gonna end on something profound. Um, I, okay, like all of you, my, my love life is very depressing, and, uh, but there's just something about the love between junkie couples. Like, there is just something about, there's like a light, and it's unconditional, you know, and I'll be on the train and just watching them, and the way they lean on each other. <laughs> and he wipes the drool off her face and then just wipes it on his own shirt. Like, wow, it's just, it's unconditional love. And it gives me hope, like if they can find it, I will find it, you know? Yeah, all right, well, I love you all. Thank you so much. <laughs>also, his initials are VD, so maybe walk that intelligence shit back a little bit, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've been thinking about names a little bit because I've been watching Formula One. You, anybody, any of you guys watch Formula One? This is a perfect crowd for this. This is so good. Don't worry, you don't need to know about Formula One. I've I just been thinking about it because uh, there are a lot of rich people racing, and like I've always thought about, like, I've never really understood the word or like name rich, right? Because like, a super, super rich dude must have had that name to be like, okay... If you ever want to name your kid has a lot of money, they have to be has a lot of money, right? That that must have happened, right? Because wouldn't it suck to be like a poor person named Rich? That'd be, I mean, that must have hurt a lot more than being a rich person named Poor, right? Like, I'd much rather be like Poor, right? Because like that man overcame. His parents had no faith in him. So like, like at the time of birth, it would be like, okay, name. And he'd be like, Poor. Like, okay, why? Born in a factory, yeah, it's 2022. Yeah, this, yeah, he's poor. That's that's fucking poor right there. That's poor as shit. But then he overcame, right? But then, like, poor people still got their way because eventually they're like, nah, dude, those guys are just dicks. <laughs> I never should have done this bit. This is super stupid. Oh, my God. Don't write bits when you're high, guys. And that's a, that's a cop-out way of saying that was a terrible bit. I will... I will wear that like a badge of honor. All right, whatever. Um, 
Did you guys know that they uh, they make ghost guns, right? They make guns that you can assemble. That's they're called gu ghost guns. Okay, that's how I'm gonna end the set. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> no, okay. no. Uh, they make yeah, like they make guns that you can assemble now, so like they're untraceable and stuff. But I think this is just a like really coy way of trying to market guns to liberals. They're like, hey, guns are fun now. They're they're weekend arts and crafts. <laughs> I mean, they have to be on the weekends too, right? Because school is in session on the weekdays. Are you? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's also kind of strange because, like, I feel like gun nuts, like, we, we kind of all agree that they're a little bit unstable, right? And, like, is this a really good idea, like, making guns, like, Ikea furniture? Like, is that a, is that a good idea? That didn't go well the first time, right? Like, I would kill myself. But I can't find the last two screws, so I don't know how to do this. So, yeah, that's dumb. What was the last thing? Uh, yeah, I stopped dating. Give it up for that. Yeah, and I mean, I, I stopped dating for like a really particular reason. Like, I think a lot of the women that I date feel too comfortable like complaining to me like really early on, right? Like, like the, this last girl I was dating, she was like complaining about how she felt like threatened and like underpaid and underskilled for her position. And I was like, yo, like that's sad, that's terrible, but like I feel real. That's like a lot. That's a lot. And she was like, stop resisting. And I was like, okay, I gotta stop dating cops. This is a bad idea. Yeah, and then she was like, why did you even want to go out with me in the first place? And I panicked, and I was like, blue balls matter, and then just <laughs> cut out. All right, that's all I wanted to really try tonight. Thank you guys, appreciate it. A J, everybody, what a guy. Oh no, our audience. No, it's okay, it's okay. You tried to make it quick and I stopped you. I ruined your whole plan. Okay, okay, good, yes, yes, thank you. Give it up for them, everybody. Now it's just comedians. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Yes, next comedian. I like his name a lot. It's got a good rhythm to it, so you have to clap for that. Please put your hands together for Abe Rabinowitz. Thank you all, thanks for doing this. This is great, uh, good to be here. Um, has anyone tri tried the coffee? Is it co this is for us, right? There's just, there's not enough cocaine for everyone to go. All right, uh, what are we doing? I, yeah, my name is Abe Rabinowitz, it's a fun name. A lot of people don't know this, it's actually my stage name. I'm trying to sound more Jewish, so. I'm thinking about just going by matzo ball. We'll see, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage right now. Matzo ball. All right. Uh, good time. Yeah, I, I, I'm one of those happen to be Jews. Anybody else? Just kind of happen to be Jewish. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's fine. I don't. Know, I guess I mean my my dad was just my mom not. So I uh, I think I don't know. I I think I'm of course I'm Jewish. Like people are like Abram, you're you're Jewish, right? And then I go eh. And then once that sound comes out of my mouth, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm Jewish. <laughs> Did you hear that sound? Um, maybe I should take this mic. Is this better? Uh, no, my, I, uh, I didn't really grow up Jewish. I grew up uh, celebrating Jesus Christ, our Savior. And uh, our, uh, my friend Ernest was a crip. He made, me, uh, he made me do that. He made me believe in God and stuff. But he was, uh, he was a crip. Like, he got ranked into the crips. He was my only crip friend. And uh, he was like, you should do it. I was like, become a crib? He's like, yeah, you should fucking be, be a crib, eh? 
I was like, well, I don't want to be a Jewish crip, you know, like, I, I don't want to, like, be the only crip that can't hang out on Saturdays and shit and <laughs> wear my yarmulke to the side and stuff. You know, they call me Jip the Crip, you know. Um, there was another one in there. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I am doing that shit. I'm doing the Jew thing. What am I doing? Uh, I work at a, uh, work at a middle school. I just follow, like, this is my job. I follow a 13-year-old around because he doesn't go to his classes. And he's fucking, he's huge, and he just does whatever he wants. And that's my job. I just make sure, I try to get him to go to his class. He's like, come with me. We're going over here. I was like, okay. Where are we? <laughs> it's kind of like, have you guys seen that movie, The Toy? It's like the reverse of The Toy. I'm Richard Pryor. I'm a white Richard Pryor. Uh, and it's, he's black kid, so it's kind of, uh, it makes sense. Uh, but no, he's very smart. He just talks about superheroes. Today. I can't talk about superheroes for six hours, though. Um, so it's kind of exhausting. That's him right now. He's pulling up now. He's uh, <laughs> like, I heard you talking about me, man. I want another, I want another teacher. I don't know. I do, I, wor I was working with this other kid. He... He's got learning disabilities, and uh, we were going over the Bill of Rights. Thank you. And, uh, you know, number eight is, like, no cruel or unusual punishment. He's like, what the fuck is that? And I go, well, you know, like, no torture or whatever. And he goes, what are you even talking about? And I go, well, for example, like, in Saudi Arabia, if you steal something, they can cut your hand off. And he goes, well, what if you steal it with your foot? And uh, I was like, I don't have time for this shit. And uh, I was like, I'm starving. I need to eat. Because you better tell me or I'll exercise my Second Amendment right and shoot you. And I was like, I'll exercise my First Amendment right and pray that you miss. And then he was like, I'll have a seizure on your ass. And I was like, what are you even talking about? And he goes, the Fourth Amendment, no searches and seizures. <laughs> and I was like, we just both need to plead the fifth here. All right, thank you guys very much. Hey, Rabinowitz, the Jew. It's all about the way you say Jew. Like, I just said it just now, and I, that didn't feel right. Yeah. You know, I should have said Jew. But yeah. Jew is different, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I love... Anyway, moving on. Uh, I, I love Jewish people. Uh, moving on, our next comedian is one of my personal favorites. Very nice guy, very handsome. Please put your hands together for Chris Nasco, everybody. Hey, Jews. Sorry. I'm German. <laughs> um, uh, give it up for yourselves for finding parking. <laughs> um, I do so much driving. Uh, I drive all over the place. I saw a billboard that said, authentic Mexican, 15 miles. I was like, I can't wait to meet that guy. I'm gonna meet him and be like, you're, you're the real thing, huh? Damn, you always stay in one spot? What's your name, Brian? Oh, like, so you're authentic like Taco Bell? Uh, d any, anybody in here uh, have kids? You do? You like them? 
Didn't say yes, didn't say no. <laughs> um, I think we need to stop sending kids to summer camp, at least for a little while. Um, I saw somebody try to raise money for their kids to go to summer camp, and it's like, I feel like the money should be going to the Ukraine. Like, sending white kids up to the mountains, that's not the priority right now. Uh, they blew up a hospital in, uh, in the Ukraine, because I guess Russia thinks they're the joker. And uh, honestly, I it's, it's a tragedy, because I think they blew up the wrong hospital. Uh, I think it should have been the Sutter Health in Palo Alto for charging me 400 bucks for some blood work. Tell me to drink more water. Uh, a lot of crime on TV. There's always been a lot of crime, uh, but now we just see more of it. Um, whenever crime rates go up, it just makes me think that the Boys and Girls Club isn't reaching enough people. Um, I don't know. They could do better. They could do much better. Uh, put a little more uh, effort into those sports programs. I don't know. I'm, I grew up doing sports. I um. Anybody else? Sports fans? Any sports fans of the house? Do you watch? You play? Do both? Just watch? Fuck yeah. What do you watch? Oh, you do? I used to play basketball <laughs> back in uh, back in the '90s. You know they say white men can't jump. Have you heard that? Yeah. You think it's true? You don't. They say white men can't jump. I I don't know if it's true because if we're sad enough, we're definitely gonna jump. Uh, I like I like soccer. I was I was watching women's soccer and I was like, why do I look like all of them? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Give it up for your host. Chris Nascow. He's my favorite favorite female soccer player. He really is. Okay, are you guys ready for the next comedian? They don't stop coming, do they? They just keep coming and they keep coming and they keep coming. This one's very special though, because he's he's uh, he's my best friend, honestly. No, he's not, but he told me to say that. Anyway, put your hands together for Dan Britton, everybody. Yo, who left Famous Amos up here? Oh, y'all don't like Famous Amos? Yeah. <laughs> Posers. Um, happy uh, International Women's Month. Everybody, you can clap, don't be afraid. I'm really excited that we're taking the time to celebrate women. I just, I'm a little sad because March used to be Chevy Truck Month. And Chevy Truck Month got canceled in the same way that Columbus Day did. It's like, how are you gonna do that? How are you gonna cancel a celebration of savings in the same way that you cancel Genocidal Slave Trader Day? That joke was funnier when I wrote it. It didn't show up for work today. In my uh, building, my upstairs neighbor uh, had roaches, so my landlord sent pest control into my apartment just to do an inspection, see if I had roaches too. They do an inspection, they come back to me and they say, sir, we're sorry to tell you, we found German roaches in your unit. And I said, what makes them German? 
Were they just sitting around a table drinking beer and eating schnitzel? And he goes, no, they're just very invasive. I said, German, yeah. Man, you guys are as dead as John Dillinger to this audience. <laughs> I don't really like that phrase. I've heard it. I've heard people say dead as Caesar and dead as Dillinger. It's like, doesn't Caesar have a little bit more dead cred because he's been dead 2,000 years longer? <laughs> yeah, it's a great point. Okay. Um, I'm circumcised. Not that y'all need to know this about me, but um, every time, you know, I ever um, am fortunate enough to spend a night with a woman, she always tells me, like, wow, you have a really nice penis. And I just, if... If I ever get the chance to meet the guy that circumcised me, I'm going to give him a high five and just be like, this guy knows how to cut cock. Bam. It's my man right there. He should do haircuts. <laughs> my last girlfriend and I, we had to break it off for religious differences. I am a Christian and she's a lesbian orthodox, so it wasn't really going to work out. That was the most tepid laughter I've ever heard. That was like lukewarm water laughter. Hey, what's up, Abraham Lincoln? Glad that you're here to hear these jokes, too. Um, I recently hooked up with a transgender chick. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really know at the time that she was transgender. Um, she was looking good, I would say this. And look, like I'm not trying to say anything like, against transgender people. I'm not even saying that transgender people aren't sexy. All I'm saying is it's a little confusing when I meet a girl at a bar, I take her home, I go down on her, and her clit hits the back of my throat. That's all I'm saying. It's just a little confusing. <laughs> Some friend you are, man. Anyway. You guys ever notice that whenever there's like a tragedy in a city, the city often responds with like a hashtag slogan to like, like boost morale, like as if that's what the city means. I remember after the, the terrible bombing in Boston, they were like, hashtag Boston strong. Now you've got like resilient San Francisco. And every day I'm just happy that there's not a tragic event in Baltimore because that's, that's a tough town to make an optimistic slogan for. It's like hashtag Baltimore. If you leave, yeah, we understand. You guys are a lovely audience. Good night. <laughs>
And it makes it more 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 fun for me because I speak in Spanish all the time in the streets and people like to stop me and ask me for weed or cocaine or other sorts of drugs, which makes me feel really cool because that was always the job that my uncles had growing up and now I've kind of inherited it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, um, being Salvadorian, though, it comes with some perks because... I get to speak very vulgar in Spanish and people just write it off like, oh, he's just Salvadorian, you know, like the word pupusa is the, for, the, the word for the food that we eat. But in Spanish, when we use it with the men, like we're usually talking about a female's anatomy, like the pussy. We're, we're talking about that. Right. And we say, quiero comer pupusa. And you're like, well, which one do you want? Do you want the food or do you want the girl? Because we got both. And you got to be specific because otherwise you're going to end up with a yeast infection without wanting one. But yeah, anyway, I wanted to say incontinence is just a fancy word for shitting yourself, okay? Don't don't think it's like a geology term for spelunking or some magic term that you like say to get things, to, you know, for free. It's not. I mean, you might get to use the restroom if somebody understands the word, and that's about as VIP as you can get in this city of San Francisco, all right? Anyone try to use the restroom downtown? It's not going to happen, all right? Don't ask. <laughs> Even if you do buy something, they're like, oh, we don't want you to go in there. It's really just more work for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like to say um, funny things in my apartment to myself all the time. And then I forget them when I'm on stage. Anybody else get that? Anybody else have that? All right. <laughs> because this, was, this, this set was going a lot better last night in my dreams when I was talking. <laughs> I, anybody else drink energy drinks? A round of applause for energy drinks? Anyone? Yeah. Honestly, if, if it wasn't for energy drinks, I would never have a reason to leave my house. Like, I am that depressed. <laughs> Crippling depression is, is fun to talk about because it gets you out of the house when you realize you're just in your head the whole time, you know? And I count it as a win even if I go out 8 o'clock in the evening. I'm like, hey, I made it out during the during the day before it ended, you know? Like, I count that shit. Like, I'm not gonna fucking, I'm not letting the demons, I'm not letting the demons get me, you know? Like, I'm getting out of the house, even if it's at 8 o'clock at night to go get a monster at my local gas station. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to say, I'm fortunate enough to live in a very ritzy neighborhood where it's like, I got, I'm, I'm on disability, so I get rent control. And these people hate my building because we're up and at them all hours of the day. And we don't make a lot of noise, but you can see us through their, you know. And so it's kind of annoying for them to see these uh, degenerates you know, on disability all, you know, lining up for the 44 at midnight. Going to go to Taco Bell and only to find out it's closed. Anyway, that's in my time. I'm Edwin the Penguin. Thank you. Edwin, everybody. Wonderful. You made it out of the house. You made it out of the house. So I get this guy a monster energy drink, all right? He deserves it. Um, our next comedian is sitting right here. The very lovely, very wonderful, please put your hands together for Amy Stringer, everybody. Oh, hello. Uh, does anyone else have an ex that emails them every three or four months because that's the only method of communication you haven't blocked them on. And it's no subject, just a link to a Spotify song. <laughs> <laughs> I 
when I see that link, I get all tingly. It's like, I wonder what these lyrics are going to be this time. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, um, Spotify curates my Discover Weekly, and Fabio curates my Confused Quarterly. <laughs> Thank you, Edwin. Um, I've been um, I've been trying to oh actually I'm not done talking about Fabio um, so I was thinking about him the other day because he emailed me and I remembered that he was a mechanical mechanical engineer and um, he would tell me about the projects he was working on and and um, there was one project where he couldn't really talk to me about it because and he, he had to sign an NDA um, but he did tell me about it and so I'm gonna tell you about it because I didn't sign shit so, <laughs> so um, what he was working on was a nuclear blast detector and I was thinking about it and I was like I feel like nuclear blasts are kind of hard to miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's for the aliens. I don't know. Um, I've been going, I've been trying to go to the gym more. Um, I'm working with a fitness coach. I'm actually working with two fitness coaches because I don't know how to say no to people which, believe it or not, has not worked out great for me sometimes. Um, but don't tell them I'm cheating on them with each other, please. They don't know about each other. Um, I'm in so much debt. Uh, but anyway, I was at the gym, and I was um, in the strength training area. And I just, just side note, I feel like such a badass when I'm in there. I feel like Laura Croft, like power posing, like I belong here too. Um, but I was, I was next to this guy on a bench, and he, he just goes like, and he just slams his weight down, and it startled me. And I looked over at the weight, and it was 25 pounds. And I, I don't mean to judge. I don't know what his situation is, how long he was doing, whatever he was doing for. But, but I was just bench pressing twice that, and I didn't make a peep. Um, it's kind of like going like, get off me, medium-sized dog. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have a twin sister. Uh, we are fraternal. We had our own eggs. And my mom had a C-section when we were born. And um, when uh, she had a C-section, I was supposed to be born first, but my twin crawled out over me and was born first. And then her lung popped. And she spent six weeks in the NICU, the neonatal intensive cunt unit, <laughs> where she belonged. <laughs> but you know what they say, slow and steady gets to go home first. <laughs> and uh, early bird gets the cunt unit. OK, thank you. <laughs> Amy Stringer, everybody. JW, I told you to stop emailing Amy Stringer and sending her Spotify songs, okay? This poor woman. Yeah, send this one to her. You guys ready for your next comedian? We're on the back end of this show, but it's going well. We're keeping the energy. I love it. This next comedian, he's like my uncle because I love him so much, and he loves me. So put your hands together for Kelly Evans, everybody. 
Thank you, Extra, from Escape from Alcatraz. What is... you? <laughs> thank you, the one person who understood that reference. That was... Holy shit. I was like, that is way too old of a movie for me to be bringing up right now. Nobody else. Does anybody else know what the fuck I'm talking about? One guy. Nope. Not. That's that's a totally different... You're just, are we just shouting out prison movies now? <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. What was the one with Sylvester Stallone? Tango and Cash, I think. Um... <laughs> Uh, fuck. I'm starting to smoke weed again. Uh, thank, thanks, I guess. Um, yeah, I started smoking weed again. It's been pretty cool, actually. I've been, you know, mildly high a lot lately. Um, so, working out. Uh, there are panic attacks periodically. I didn't, I forgot it. If you smoke too much weed, you just panic all of a sudden. And, uh, but it's okay. I, I decided to get medicated for anxiety. So, I'm good now, you know? It's, uh, medication, you just, Probably know it, you know. Uh, whiskey, you guys, you guys on that? You doing that? Yeah. No, all right. Well, you're missing out. It works. It works too well, actually, because then you're like, uh, I don't know what happened, but um, they might have a misdemeanor out for my arrest. I don't know. You know, it's like, was it too much whiskey or too much weed? And I think most of the time, it's too much cocaine, really. You know. It's just for this guy, really. That's just for that. That's for nobody else. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, uh, fuck, I don't know. I was, I was dating someone uh, when I lived in Texas before I moved, moved here. And uh, we went out for about two months. And then she got really serious one day. She was like, listen, I just, if this is going to go any further, I have to say, like, I'm, I'm very Christian. You know? I'm like, every day I wake up and I'm like, what would Jesus do? And that's how I live my life. So if you're not with that, then this isn't going to work out. And I was like, that is crazy because I didn't know Jesus was cool with butt stuff. You know, like, I don't know. We've been doing a lot of that. That is, you know, is God cool with anal? I guess it feels like that's in the book somewhere. She, anyway, we kept dating. She was evidently not that because I don't really believe in Jesus. And, um, there was another part of that joke. No, I did pray more, I guess. I prayed a lot more in that relationship. I was like, please make sure the condom works, you know? Because that is, you know, she's very religious and it's Texas. Um, you put it together. Anyway, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Fuck, I really should have prepared more before I came up here. Um, oh, I uh, fucking, I hate the news. I don't know. Does anybody watch news at all? You guys keeping up with, fucking anything it's just it's too intense all the time it's just everything is an emergency and like popped like a youtube video on and they're like breaking news we're finding out students in america are scoring two standard deviations lower on standardized tests right now it's like oh my god what is a standard deviation i don't know <laughs> the fuck that means it's can is that bad it's bad i think it's definitely we're stupid people now. That's fine. It's just, I mean, how's school going to compete with the internet? Have you seen fucking Mr. Beast? It's amazing. Seriously, there's a competition constantly. I'm just saying, we're all dumb people, and that's great. We should be. Um, there was something else I was going to say leading into, uh, oh, yeah, just being stupid. Yeah, we're all, I'm embracing it. I wish, here's my question. Can we stop pretending we like documentaries so much like can we because there's not i'm not saying there aren't good ones there are some great documentaries i'm just saying there's not 
that we don't need this many, you know? Have you seen Netflix? It's like a ridiculous. There's documentaries about how to make fucking origami. Who's watching that? That's for six people. That's really, anyway, just put more Love is Blind is out. That's all I'm saying, you know? And then Love is Deaf, and then Love is Dumb, and then eventually Love is Stupid, which will just be mentally handicapped people, I assume. But they need love too. All right, that's my time. Thanks. Evans, everybody. They gotta call it "Love Is Retarded." That would that's have a good ring to it, right? <laughs> Where are my retards at? I knew you were gonna put your hands up for some reason. God bless you. Did you get your mount monster energy? Did anybody get it for him yet? Fuck you guys. Okay, I forgot. Okay, next comedian. Oh, two yellow beanies. I want to say he has a yellow beanie on, but so do you. Anyway, this guy's got a yellow beanie on. Please put your hands together for Pranav on Beal. Hello, everyone. How are you doing tonight? Uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for standing by. Uh, my name is Pranav Umbil. It's like uh, if Bill Cosby handed you a drink, you'd go, um, Bill? My, my girlfriend's from Philadelphia, uh, and I visited there for the first time uh, recently. And uh, interesting thing, uh, in Philly, they're just called cheese sticks. <laughs> they're just called cheese sticks. We call them Philly cheese, cheese sticks everywhere else. They're... They just call them cheesesteaks. That's hilarious. <clears throat> Second joke. Uh, I've been like dreading being, I've been scared uh, of getting drafted ever since I studied v the Vietnam War in uh, middle school. Uh, and I actually kind of got disappointed when they repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Because even though I'm not gay, if I got drafted, I'd just tell. I tell all the time. I'd be telling my sergeant, my drill instructor, other people. I'd be telling nonstop. Uh, but my girlfriend, uh, she said, you don't really have to worry about getting drafted. You have flat feet and asthma. And she's right. My feet fucking hurt. I hate walking around the city. Whenever I take the BART, uh, you know the seats that are for the uh, elderly, pregnant, and uh, handicapped? Uh, I once kicked an elderly, pregnant woman in her good leg to sit in that chair. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend also, uh, she's convinced that if she ever runs into her clone, that she will ki have to kill that clone, you know? And yeah, that's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because if your clone knows you want to kill it and you know that clone wants to kill you, you, you have to kill that clone. It's just self-defense at that point. That's why if I ever run into my clone, I'm going to suck him off. I'm convinced I'm going to suck him off. I know I'm going to suck this clone off. Uh, he knows what I like and I know what he likes. Um, also, uh, I used to live in South Carolina before this, uh, and I, I've been in a long-distance relationship for a while. She's out in Philly. I, I was in South Carolina for college, uh, and I, I need my emotional attention every now and then, and a phone call is not that good. So what I do is in South Carolina, I go out to gay bars, and I would just tell these gay men, after talking to them for a little bit, I'm straight, and see the disappointment in their face. Uh, then I moved out here, and I started doing that here. And I went up to, to a gay man and said, hey, I'm straight. And he said, oh, honey, we know. Uh, my mom is a conniving bitch who cocklocked me for 18 years. Uh, because uh, The reason I know she wanted me to get no bitches was uh, she made me competitively bowl for eight years. Uh, 
that's like the least sexy sport of all time. Uh, though I can hit a 200, which is awesome, uh, without the bumpers. But uh, yeah, every Saturday morning, all the other kids would uh, they'd be playing soccer with their friends, staying and watching cartoons. I'd be doing this. That was a strike. Uh, and then I go home and get no bitches. Uh, and I would complain to my mom all the time. I'd say, "Hey, mom, can I, uh, can I not, can I quit bowling?" She's like, "No, you're getting no bitches. In fact, you got to go work on your Santa special for Mutiny Night." Anyway, thank you guys very much. Y'all have a good night. Pranav, everybody. Yeah, blame your mom for not getting bitches. Yeah. Oldest trick in the book. No one's falling for that. Okay, you guys ready for your next comedian? Yeah. <laughs> you guys get tired of clapping for that, huh? Please put your hands together for Josh Katsky, everybody. Sometimes people say no intro needed. I just got none. Uh, I could be your clone if that's what you're into, man. Uh, I also like to say, of course, Jesus was into anal, dude. He was always talking about giving those other cheeks and like, of course. Anyway, uh, we're going. I got a haircut today. Uh, the dude's name, Nogalai, his legal name was Ken Thunderhawk, and like he did a good job. But like the fact that he's not in WWE or in porn with the name of Ken Thunderhawk, it just seems like a waste a little bit. No transitions. I don't like Nazis. Uh, I, I hate Nazis, but I especially hate neo-Nazis. It's like, we get it. The Matrix is a great movie. Right? But to devote your entire organization to neo, it, we get it. You're out there with your tiki torches. Agent Smith will not replace us. Grow up. <laughs> Neo-Nazis, it's such a lazy name, isn't it? It kind of sounds like an action movie sequel that went straight to DVD. Like, coming soon. Nazis 2, neo-Nazis. Next year, Nazis 3, Nazis time. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. Uh, <laughs> Neo-Nazis is such a lazy name. Like, you have a thousand names for Jews. You can't come up with one thing for your rebranding. Call yourself the Jew Haters Club with like a Z for haters to keep your Nazi roots. All right, but give us something new so that Hollywood has a new default bad guy for action movies for the next 50 years. Because I can't do another fucking century of fighting Russians and Nazis, okay? I'm getting bored. Indiana Jones 12 is going to fucking suck. Uh, oh, people, some people say that neo-Nazis are un-American, though, which I think is a little silly because the neo-Nazis embody everything this country was founded on. Lazily naming yourself and racism. And have you ever been to New England? All right, that's all. Uh, I, don't know. I, have a, I have a solution for getting rid of the Nazis. You might call it the final solution, but I think that would be a little, you know, poor taste. Uh, all you have to do is stop calling them Nazis. Stop calling them Nazis and nobody will join. Because that's the only reason people join. It's not like people are like, oh, I love shaving my head and facial tattoos. People join because Nazis is a cool name. Zs make things cooler. Zigzags are cooler than crisscrosses, all right? Uh, ZD is cooler than pasta. Blaine's a nerd. Zane fucks. 
Stop calling them Nazis and nobody will ever join. Nazi's not even their real name. The real name is uh, the National, uh, sorry, the National Socialist German Workers' Party. Make them call themselves that and see how many people join. See how ridiculous they look. All right, they're going to be at one of their rallies like, we hate foreigners, we hate the socialists. We are the National German Socialists. Oh, you know what? I hear it now. It sounds silly. It, it does. It sounds silly. I'm thinking about joining the KKK. Honestly, I like bonfires more than goose steps. I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll just go to the end of this. It feels weird that we, we, we gave the Nazis a nickname, like, like they're a friend, like they're on our baseball team. Like, hey, great game, Mikey, Johnny, Nazi. All right, let's hit the showers, boys. Let's keep that rascal Nazi away from the knobs, eh? All right, but if we are going to give them a nickname, let's give them an American nickname because the name Nazi is short for this beautiful German word, uh, Nazi Socialiste. It's lovely language. It's short for that. So take that. It's Nazi. In English, it sh should be short for national. We should be calling them natties, which would make neo-Nazis natty lights. Then all we have to do to get rid of them is call up the boys at Alpha Epsilon Pi because nobody kills natty lights like some Jewish frat boys. All right. Thanks for your time, guys. Josh Katsky, everybody. I haven't heard the word Nazi said that many times in four minutes since I hung out with David Duke. Uh, damn. Was that not good? I'm quitting. Okay, we have our final comedian. You guys have made it to the end. Congratulations. You all did very well, except for you because you're not a comedian, but you did great. You were very attentive. We appreciate that. Uh, so please put your hands together for our final comedian, Max Spark, everybody. Thank you, my uh, Skate 3 character. Um, this is my first time performing at Muno Radio. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, I walked in and I immediately liked this place because I just got a hint of the smell of weed. I think it just uh, came from that guy, but... You know. Um, but I'm not here to, I could go on about stories about stupid shit I did stone, but I'm going to tell you about some uh, stories I had with uh, me and my uh, family. Uh, me and my brother, more specifically. Uh, one, uh, one night we got into a, a, little, a little scuffle, arguing back and forth. I don't, I don't remember exactly what, it was probably about fucking cookies or some shit. But um, my brother, he's four years older than me, he's ten years old, I'm six years old, and, and we're, we're arguing back and forth, and it, um, it escalated pretty quickly, man, and I just socked my brother right in the face. And, and you would think, you know, as an older brother, he would, uh, he would fight back. He, he wouldn't take that shit. But nah, he fell to the floor. I hit him with that fucking McGregor move. And he just started, he just started crying, man. And my, uh, my sister, who's, um, who's uh, my brother and sister are twins, she, she comes up and, and um, you know, t twins, they have that natural bond. You know what I mean? Like, even like me and my parents, like we're, twins are genetically closer to each other than, um, any any other um, any other sibling. So um, um, Jesus, my fault. Um, so they'll, they'll they'll always um like ha um have your back. Like there's this one time um, you know my my brother's uh, dick pic got leaked, and my my sister who keep in mind wasn't even living in San Francisco at the time, found the girl's information and was like, hello, y y yes, is this Jennifer? Uh, yeah, yes, it's uh, Jennifer speaking. 
I know you leaked my brother's fucking dick pic. All right? I know you leaked it. You better find a way to get every single image of that photo deleted. All right? Or I must personally go to your house and snap your neck like a fucking merry-go-round. All right? Do you hear me? Like a merry-go-round. And guess what? It, it worked, man. It worked. She, um, she deleted, uh, she found a way to delete every um, pic. But, um, yeah, I, I punched my brother in the face, and he's on the floor, and my sister, she, she's just livid, man. She's livid. You, you, you don't do that to my brother, man. That's, that is so immoral. You do not do that. And I just looked at her dead in the face and punched her in the face as well, and she fell to the floor, and I just walked off. I don't give a fuck. But I think that's the reason why my brother, um, you know, physically and emotionally tortured me so much uh, when I got older, um, when he got a little more muscle. Um, for example, this one time his, uh, his friends were over, and, I, you know, I, I like people, man, you know. I just, want to, I just wanted to chill with him and his friends, but they, they weren't having it. They're like, no, leave me the fuck alone. So I was like, please, please, I just, I just want to play Call of Duty with you guys, please. He's like, no, leave me alone. He closes the door, locks it, but... I'm not having it, man. I'm not having it. I'm I'm outside his I'm outside his door like a like a fucking dog. Just Baxter, please, please let me in, please. I just want to play with your friends. And after about like ten minutes, ah, where the fuck's the clown? Sorry, my fault. Um, but after about like twenty minutes, um, he he lets he lets me in. He he's like, okay, I'll I'll let you in. I'll let you in. And he unlocks the door. He opens it, and I'm I'm excited. I'm all smiling. And he just grabs my head and slams it with the door. And he's like, leave me my fucking friend alone, okay? And he just, and then closes the door. But w worse than, I got to speed this up as I got one minute. Um, I'm going to just skip. Um, my brother one day, he pinned me to the, the couch with his uh, friend. And he made me watch a video called Fart Cakes. Now, if you haven't seen the video Fart Cakes, um, good. <laughs> you're you're completely fine not watching that video, but it's a video of a girl farting on a cake. Imagine as a nine-year-old boy being forced to watch a girl just all over a chocolate cake, man. It was terrible. Still probably would ate it though. Okay, thank you. Keep it going for my Skate 3 character. Ha ha ha. Fart cakes. Okay, we're learning today. All right, guys, we made it to the end of the show. Congratulations. Thank you all. Thank you, JW, for being here. Uh, I don't need to advertise any of you. You all know it. Muni Radio, Monday, Friday. There's shows every day of the week. Thank you, everybody, and good night.
someone calling someone or something. I can see turning out of that black hole two luminous disks. The eyes, it might be a face, might be almost But heavens, something wriggling out of the shadow like a gray snake. Now it's another one, another one, another one. They look like tentacles to me. I can see the thing's body now. It's large. Large as a bear.
into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineer Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you jackets, belts.